Hello and welcome to this episode of the Butcher Baker and Cattle Maker in Space. Hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, joining me tonight is Baker. Hello. And Pantagruelia. Hello. So, not much going on. You know, <laughs> just kind of hanging out. Oh, wait. <laughs> we did have a couple of things. So the Frontier update finally happened. And um, it was the day before I left for Dragon Con, which was was particularly unsettling because, you know, I, I did manage to, you know, to get several hours in. Uh, on frontiers, uh, but the threat of expedition number three starting uh, was looming over. And when it didn't come up on Thursday, I thought, okay, for sure, it's going to drop on Friday. It's going to be in the meat of, of Dragon Con. I'll miss, you know, three or four days. But uh, fortunately, uh, they waited it was very kind of them. I appreciated it. Um, I I rolled the dice and came up a day short. Um, so there was a uh, there was a post uh, that Sean Murray had put out on Monday, and um, I responded to it and said, "Hey, you know, thanks for waiting. You know, I'm back from Dragon Con. You can go ahead and and." Uh, launch the uh, third ex expedition. Um, and, you know, damn it, they waited two days. So it blew that one. <laughs> they, well, they knew you were going to have, you know, car lag. I don't know how close you live, <laughs> but they knew you were going to be kind of tired after the trip. And you probably needed to go over your notes on conning dragons. I don't know what happens there, <laughs> but two days ain't bad. Come on, Ray. Yep. That's pretty good. I mean, you were spot on when it comes to these guys because they kind of spring this shit on us every single time. How did you guys even know? Because I found out, like, when I got up, other people were tweeting about it. And I didn't, like, I don't remember him putting anything up. Of course, I haven't checked. I've been playing it nonstop since it dropped. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had seen, so some of the, I think the, uh, the Twitch folks had been notified because a few of the different uh, uh, Twitch streamers that were going to be doing Twitch drops, um, you know, had, had, you know, some notes about how the, it was going to start uh, the, the, uh, the expedition was going to start on Wednesday and the Twitch drops would start on Thursday. So, um, that was the heads up that I had on it. I was, um, I was camping. <laughs> <laughs> I was camping and I had no signal for a few days and I'm in the car, um, and my partner's driving and I'm just, you know, I get into signal again and I check Twitter and the both of you are <laughs> talking about it. And I was like, What? what expeditions <laughs> happened and then i looked it up and as i'm like as i'm headed down the road i'm like oh my gosh how many weeks do i have i'm like doing a little panic google we're really sorry that you missed it 
Um, it was great. It lasted one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody I did I I don't I didn't recognize the name of the uh, the the person that responded to me. Um, you know, to my post about you know I'm back from Dragon. You can go ahead and release it. Um, you know, he he <clears throat> he sent a message and said, "Oh, dude, so sorry, man. Um, it's it's already done and gone." You missed it. <laughs> so mean. I love it. But uh, I, I, you know, I knew better. So <laughs> because you know, even though even though I was really busy at Dragon Con, I did have internet service, so I knew nothing had happened. But uh, um, so it, it it's gotten a little more complicated now. So. I I still have my Gek, um, you know, chewing through galaxies. Uh, so he got to the um, the, the next galaxy, um, and oh, say it, <laughs> say it, Ray. The Agtialabi galaxy. There you go. Um, I love it, and and so you can see why I chose to start my. Um, you know, my newer character in the Ottawa Geary, <laughs> because it's a lot easier to say that galaxy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's still, still chewing through, uh, chewing through galaxies. Um, my, so when, when the frontier update dropped last week, I started a new character because I wanted to see, um, you know, how, how soon you could get it to a, uh, to a settlement. And so I started a new character and a, as soon as you, you know, get, get to the space anomaly and, you know, fly out from that point on, you can use, I think I, I, I didn't wait to see how long before the actual, um, you know, quest would, would, pop up but i had bought a map at the you could buy the maps at the at the space station um and so i bought a map and found a a settlement and it's actually turned out to be quite the nice little settlement so it's on a frozen planet it's a b class um settlement and Within, you know, just, a, you know, with building just a couple of buildings and, you know, getting a, a artist into my colony, uh, it, uh, you know, it really turned around and, you know, I started shedding debt pretty quick. And by the time I got back from Dragon Con, uh, that, uh, that settlement was in the black and I'm making about, uh, about 200,000 units a day now, um, in profit. What are you going to do with all that? Well, you know, since that character also already has, you know, several million, uh, because I also cranked out a, uh, a ton of, of uh, cobalt um, and have been flipping cobalt. 
uh, you know, it's just, it's just like pocket change now. Yeah. I could imagine that it's not much compared to what you usually bring in. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's an interesting prospect. It's, I've gotten my, my settlement happiness is up to 50%, which is, uh, is pretty good. And uh, it's, you know, generating a good income. I did discover that if you, if you take on additional debt, um, there was a, a settler that, uh, I, th- I think they had some, somehow or another, they improved my happiness, but, uh, they incurred like, you know, 7,000 units in debt. Um, and so it, it immediately, you know, takes you out of the black into the red until you've, you know, had enough time to, to cover that debt based on, you know, your, the difference between your income per day and your debt per day. So, and that didn't take long to kick back over. I mean, if increased happiness, but increased debt, it sounds like you had a kid, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of what it is. Cause they're, you know, it was a brand new entity. Oh, brand new entity. Their arguments, their fights with each other that we have to resolve are very interesting sometimes. Yeah. And confusing a lot of the time. Yeah. You don't get a lot of details. Yeah. it's No, because there's some of it's easy for me to figure out like, oh, this guy says the suit is his, but the other one says it's also his, but it's got this guy's sweat stains on it or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, okay, well, it's it's fairly easy, I guess. And then there's one time where it says, Almost pretty much like this. These guys don't like each other. And then it says unknown outcome on both of them. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, what (laughs) what am I supposed to do here? And then I I was like looking at both of them, looking at both of them. One of them was a pioneer and the other was a settler. And I don't know what the difference is, if that had a difference, but I picked the settler because I'm like, you know, it's one of my people. It immediately says there's distrust in me as overseer after that. (laughs) For crying out loud. I I don't. is that I'm like, what which, I don't know. What's the consequence of uh, of choosing the wrong side? Because I, don't I know. got a negative on my settlement. Like it says that they're they don't trust me or some shit, something similar to that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the right choice is then here because there was no info. I don't know. That's brutal. Literally both this those both decisions says unknown outcome and there was nothing in it to provide me with any sort of proper info. Maybe that was one of the bugs they fixed was maybe it clears up, you know, clarifies some of the stuff though. They've been slinging bug fixes like crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But uh, I was, uh, you know, I pretty much go with the rule if it, if it costs me money, it isn't happening. So <laughs> really? Yeah. So if if there's if there's two options and and one guy has you know plus dollars and the other guy has negative dollars, we're going plus dollars. Okay, I've been focusing on whatever creates happiness in my camp. Camp, oh my God, yeah. whatever creates happiness at the ba- or settlement, that's what I mostly go for. So if I see between the two options, you know, unless the other option has like severe negatives to it, you know, I usually just go for whatever makes everybody happy. Oh, happy schmappy. 
I got S class, like right off the bat. Right? Of course, I've been putting buildings up constantly too. Every time that's an option, I throw those up. Yeah. Well, and I have too, but I haven't been able to get off of the uh, the B class. So, but uh, yeah, I built a market and a saloon. Um, the saloon gets a lot of action, and it's kind of funny. So there's a big uh, uh, bite beat uh, machine in there. You can't interact with it, but um, and then there's a little rug in front of it, and you'll get you know two or three of your settlers and they're boogieing down, um, to the music. Really? Yeah. People bo- bellied <laughs> up to the bar and uh, the whole nine yards. I need to spend more time in there. It's a happening. Out. It's a happening place. Oh my God. I wish they'd give us lettering or something. So you could make like a sign over it. <laughs> Cosmic rays. That's what you call it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, there's like the, a little, you know, carport kind of a thing on it, uh, at the entrance. And when you get under that awning, uh, you can hear the music playing. So, and I could, I could hear that before the building even had gotten finished. So they got, they got the sound system put in right away. <laughs> Just blasting. I'm too gixy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are there light floors? Is it like legitimately set up like a club or is it like no, a bar? No, no, it's it it it's just uh you know nice Persian rugs and and you know the lighting is real dim. You know, couches around the edges. You know, nice big bar. It's good if you get a chance to build a saloon. Build a saloon. Yeah, I haven't had that option yet. It's been a bazaar and a spaceport and a silo, but not none of that. Two spaceports, actually. It's given me that option twice. After I built the first one, I denied it. I was like, eh, I'd rather have the bazaar. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. I was hoping, you know, because there's, there's like little stalls at the in the market, uh, but nobody stands there and pretends like they're selling stuff. So I was going to bring that uh, after you said something about the saloon being full of people. I was like, mine doesn't have anything in there. Nobody shows up. Maybe it happens later. I don't know. I have people walk through it because I have a, I have a market as well. I think yeah, I people walk the, through it. They just, yeah, sorry, I, go ahead. I'm pretty sure I built the market <laughs> instead of the spaceport. Now, I have ships land at the spaceport constantly. Yeah. Uh, they're never worth a damn. Um, but apparently it brings in income and you can deal with the people. So if you haven't built a terminal, then you've got a place to sell stuff because they land constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, when I, <laughs> you know, it was a case of, you know, the, the market, you know, brought more productivity than the uh, spaceport did. So I went with the market. See, I've got one of each, and I've got that silo. So I wonder if those three things are what put it into being an S-class settlement. I have to see. I haven't had a chance to build the uh, spaceport again yet, so we'll see how that goes. The happiness is in the 40% area, too. So that's probably a – I don't know how this how the whole thing works. I don't know the mechanics of this. 
Yeah, still trying to figure it out. Although when you do get a new settler, um, it does tell you. So uh, when I got the artist, it said that uh, the artist, you know, if if I accept them into the into the settlement, that uh, you know the happiness would go up. So um, it's still learning the mechanics. Would you say this is a new frontier? <laughs> I'm building a, a prison just for you in my base. <laughs> and I said, I'm, <laughs> yes. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> I'll build it several stories up with a few, but you're going in it. So yeah, a lot of stuff to learn there. A lot of, a lot of stuff to do. It's been, it's been pretty fun and, and interesting. Um, but you know, the big ta-da, uh, was on, on Wednesday when they dropped the third expedition cartographers. So I'm kind of mixed bag on this. Okay. First, for starters, I, I would really like a planet that I could just walk straight on. Oh my gosh. Those plants are brutal. I mean, oh, I was say, are you drunk? It's it sure seems that way, because I you know you, I I highlight uh, you know some uh, buried technology. Okay, I'm gonna go you know dig up that buried technology, and so I start walking towards that you know that marker, and all of a sudden I'm I'm sliding sideways, you know, and going off. There's so many hills, and they're really steep, and you know, it just forces you off in odd directions and then you bump into plants and have to go around those. And, you know, then there's rocks everywhere you got to go around and it's, um, it's just a real pain in the neck. And, and it's not just walking, uh, whenever I, you know, launch off with my, with my jetpack, um, you know, all of a sudden I'm, you know, going off in some weird direction. So, yeah, I've had that happen several times, jumping off of that animal, the one you said runs up hills. Yes. So I grabbed that thing so I could make that 20-minute ride. And every time I would leap off of it with a jetpack, it would shoot me like <laughs> a half a mile to the left and to the back. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's definitely a, a, a funky planet. And, you know... You know, sure they they give you the the hazard protection, but you know, could it last more than a minute? It's every time I turn around, the damn thing's already. You know, both of them are empty, and uh, have to refill them. Fortunately, there's there's a lot of ammonia on the planet, so it's it's easy enough to get stuff to refill them with. But you know, I. I take 10 steps to have to refill, take 10 more after refill. And, uh, it, it really gets tedious at times. I immediately started looking for the stuff that would drop, uh, modules for that mm. protection modules. Um, because I was sick of that. I mean, yeah, it, that got old real quick and you would burn through the ion batteries if that's what you were using to charge it up. So it's, you're right. There was ammonia in almost every single rock. Yeah. So, you know, definitely some interesting stuff on the planet. Uh, 
you know, one of the things you have to collect is is storm crystals, and the stupid things are everywhere. So that was easy enough to do. So the hardest thing is is finding anything on the planet. So so the first time I did it on on Wednesday, um, it was it was reasonably okay. Um, and I got that done and then started an, another playthrough. But by this time, a lot of people had been on the planet. And for some reason, they decided that your scanner should be able to see forever. And so, you know, oh, there's a building, look, 13 hours away. Yeah. Oh, there's a trade post, 23 hours away. It's like, for crying out loud, why can I even see that? I don't want to see it. I don't want to see people's bases that are on the other side of the planet. I just want to see what's near me because I'm walking. You know, at best, I'm riding a creature. Um, so. Stop messing with them. The the charts, planetary charts. Because every yeah, you're right. Everything would show up as being so far away. There was no point. Yeah. And so, I ended up just like walking in a straight line until I found a building that would do something for me. Yeah. So it, it's definitely easier just to just to you know, climb up on top of mountain and look down. <laughs> mountain. Uh, I don't know that I would call those things mountains. <laughs> okay. Spikes of dirt. Yeah, dirt spikes. You know what's really cool, though? It's having everyone complain about the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Starting out on the same planet with the same weird spiky horns of mountains and the same really, really annoying plants to climb around and the toxic air. Like it's just, it's, it's kind of fun. I was watching, um, I was watching some Twitch streamers today while I was playing and um, I'd hear incoming storm <laughs> and then I'd hear incoming storm from there. <laughs> yeah, it and is it was, wild that they, I, I never really put, you know, I never really thought about it, but yeah, it's, you know, no matter, no matter where you're at, it, it's all happening at the same time. Yeah. Cause I noticed that too. Um, and yeah, it is, you know, you know, misery loves company. Everybody, you know, knows that old saying. So it is, uh, you know, our, our shared, you know, trauma, <laughs> and you know so the so the first time i i went through you know i i i i struggled to find a lot of stuff to be you know but not to the you know not to the point that i did when i finally got to where i needed the herox um mm. and I mean, I, I probably, so on the planet surface, there's mysterious crystals, you know, mysterious floating crystals, I think they're called. Um, and you can shoot those and get glowing crystals. And then you examine those and it'll give you some kind of a, of an alloy. Um, but of course, you know, the, you know, between those and the buried crystals, um, you know, I had about uh, 25 tries and not one single 
individual unit of Herox at all. I got all kinds of other stuff, you know, mango gold, aronium, gold nuggets, um, you know, all the weird stuff, limnium, tons of limnium, uh, but no Herox. And so I was really starting to pull my hair out. And so I, I finally decided to, to look it up on the wiki. And if you have a large refiner, um, you can make it with ammonia, ionized cobalt, and silver. And so that's what I did on my on my second playthrough. And unfortunately, I, um, you know, I, well, unfortunately or fortunately, um, I about the time I was ready to give up, I found a secure facility, and so I got my my mech suit out and and tore the door down and and went in and and got the 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 blueprints for making Herox which is, you know, really simple to do once you have the plans for it. Can you can you claim more than one? Do you like go all the way down on the cuz when I was in I don't do um the it's the manufacturing facilities, right? Yep. Um when I went to do mine, it would only let me get the plan for acid. Uh, so most of the time it'll give you two. Sometimes it'll give you one. Uh, yeah. But one of the one of the rewards uh, f- uh, for one of the milestones gives you six of them, five or six. I think it's six of the uh, the factory um, modules that you can that you can use to to learn the recipes. And will it let you unlock more than one? Yep. Yeah, as long as you've got the modules for it, it'll let you unlock them. Okay. It only let me do the acid, and I had like five in my inventory. Oh, that's weird. Now I have to go. Um, I have to ride for two hours to get out to another one, another manufacturing facility, apparently. It's the only one I can find. Yikes. There's probably one closer, but yeah, it, you know, it's a little bit frustrating. They, they, I really think they could, you know, normally it doesn't make any difference. So if you use the scanner on your, on your mech suit, uh, you can scan and find one. Normally you can just hop in your ship, fly to that location. Um, but you know, since we can't fly, it, they really should tighten up that range so that it, you know, is within walking distance. Uh, because I, I had, you know, I busted out my mech suit. I, I scanned for, uh, you know, for secure facilities, and it gave me one, you know, that was yeah, like yours, about two hours away, and. Then I, you know, I say, okay, well, that's not going to happen. And unfortunately, you have to wait a while for the, you know, for the scanner to reactivate. And it, you know, and so I hopped on my creature and, 
and rode up and over the hill. And over the next hill, there was one of those facilities right there. Oh, okay. So it, you know, it didn't give me that one. It should have. It should give you the uh, the closest one to you. I, you know, I can't remember how many times I've used one of those um, maps to find a building and, you know, had it show me the, you know, the settlement buildings right next to the building that I'm standing next to. And like, seriously, <laughs> you're going to show me those buildings that I can see right here, you know, that I'm within five feet of. But, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it, the thing is, is that it, it's unnecessarily stressful. I, I, I get stressed out about it because I want to get stuff done, but I've got six weeks. Yeah. You know, it, at the rate I'm going, if this was more, if, if this was, you know, if, if it was more like the first one, um, I'd probably do it six times, but I'm about halfway through my second time. And I'm like, really, I do. I, am I really enjoying, you know, being in this toxic environment? And then, you know, today my madness was centered around the fact that I could not put a base down because everywhere I went, I was within somebody else's base radius. Yes. And could not get my um, my base unit to to stick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, come on, we've been at th- we've been at this for two hours now. <laughs> I need to I need to put a base down, damn it! But uh, because so many people have been doing it, which is awesome, um, you know, this all of the available space is being sucked up. There was um. I don't know what happened, but my base, the first base that I built, um, ended up right beside somebody else's. Like their base building is on top of my ship. Hmm. Um, and they named their base, not your mama's base. Yep. So, of course, I renamed my base, your mama's base. <laughs> <laughs> but if they can put a building on my ship. Why can't I build a base near somebody's mineral extractors? I mean, come on. Right. I think that's a flub of the system spawning you in there. It must be. Because I built my base exactly where my ship spawned in. Mm -hmm. And I'm fairly certain when I came back to it later on that somebody else's ship had spawned in there. Yeah. So so each each of the spawn points... Um, you know, it has multiple slots open to, you know, for people to spawn into there. Um, like the first time I spawned in, you know, just right after the, um, you know, the thing had dropped, um, there were six ships in this one little area, um, where I started out. And... So, you know, when, as, as people are spawning in the, you know, they're, they're in these little clusters. Well, you know, if, if somebody builds a base there, 
now, you know, when a new person comes along and spawns a ship in there, you know, it's going to be right in the middle of that base, even though when they built it, there were no ships there. Yep. And and one other thing that I've discovered, and I'm, okay, so I'm a little snobby when it comes to ships. There's certain <laughs> styles that I like, and there's some that I really, 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 really don't like. And so, of course, the one that I got when I first started was, you know, one of those that I don't like. It's the one with the giant fin on top and on the bottom. It's a butter knife. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, I, I don't like these ships so much that I thought, okay, well, maybe if I delete the save and start over, it'll give me a different ship. But no, it started me in the exact same spot with the exact same ship. Well, do you remember... That's what happened last time, too, is that every single time you started one, you got the same character role. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like cosmetically. And you got the same ship every single time. So they've got something so that it's set for us. Yeah. Because when I started my, my second run through, I got the same outfit and the same damn ship. I did start in a different location, but all the rest of it was the same. I'm like, no. So, it's, it's, I mean, it was so bad that a I got excited because a a you know one of the uh, the roaming merchants uh, landed near my base, and I thought, oh, I'm going to go buy a ship, and you know went running over to him and got over the hill and it was one of those barbie shoes and i thought eh, it's okay it's not as bad as the one i've got couldn't buy it i was going to say i didn't know you could i've never had the option to buy the ship of someone who lands next to me on the ground yeah no it's always an option seriously yep man they just they just thought everything didn't they yeah. <laughs> Um, but they, they have it turned off and I've seen posts from people, you know, that have made it to, uh, to trading posts and stuff like that and tried to buy a ship and couldn't. So, and until you, until you fix your ship, you can't buy another one. Well, honestly, it seems like you guys had a hell of a lot more trouble fixing your ship than I did because I had it done in less than two hours. And all I did was just run in a straight line because I remembered what you said about flying in a straight line spawns buildings. Yeah. So I just ran it. Well, okay. I rode a weird looking beetle thing in a straight line. And within 20 minutes, I had come across so many buildings that were useful that I just kind of tagged them all and then started going back in reverse. And by the time I got back, I had everything I needed. But there was the one milestone where you get six, uh, what is it? Factory overrides. Mm -hmm. So I got six of those. And then I got a seventh when I opened the place up and was able to purchase all of the stuff right down the line. And once I had the Herox recipe, I was able to get right in my inventory. Yeah. Well, I'm still looking for Herox. Yeah. So it, it definitely is a lot easier 
and you can do it, you know, you know, before you find any buildings at all, uh, once you've built your base and you have, you know, collected at least, uh, 20 of the, um, salvage data, uh, you can unlock the large refiner. And at that point you can, you can make Kirox without knowing the recipe. Okay, good. And there are, there are milestones that will drop like 15, 20 salvage data for you at a time. I can't wait to get back in. And then, so we have another one of the flying, you know, for 32nd milestones. And so I thought, okay, well, we've got all these great tall mountains. I'm going to fly to the top of one of these mountains and I'm going to jump off and, and try to get it. Um, you know, that way. And, you know, these mountains are so steep that you can fly up them without using any, you know, any jetpack um, juice. You know, it, it still lowers your, um, you know, your, your life support, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't use the, the jetpack juice because it's considered, you know, flying up a, a a straight wall. Jetpack juice. <laughs> yeah. Is my new favorite thing now. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm flying and flying and flying and flying and flying. And it took me like almost three minutes to get up the side of this mountain. Um, I got the, you know, go 625 feet up a mountain um, you know, that one popped and I kept waiting for this one to go and, and nothing. And so finally get to the top of the mountain and I, okay, here we go. And so, you know, I fly off and start to fall and still didn't get it. Um, you know, I did break my legs, but, you know, survived. And... So, you know, I'm thinking, you know, well, you know, of course I was in a building. I tried sitting down. That didn't work. Um, but I thought, huh, okay, well, so I built a two-story base and walked up to the wall, hit the jackpack, um, you know, in the corner and flew up into the corner of my base for 30 seconds and got the uh got the milestone if i could throw something at you from here i would <laughs> <laughs> it's not sitting in a chair i guess no it wasn't sitting you, here i actually had to participate in you know some activity you, to get it done but <laughs> you did have to work and you did have to be inventive about it so i'm i guess i'm fine with it but uh you know, why, you know, for whatever reason. So I I did, you know, I did manage to, I, I got it to where the, you know, the milestone was, was actively being tracked. And as I was, as I was flying up, you know, the surface of a mountain, um, you know, it would count off, you know, one second, two second, three second, zero, one, two, zero, you know, one, two, three, four, zero. So for whatever reason, as you're flying up that, up the side of the mountain, it, it would reset the counter. Um, but flying into the, in a corner at my base was fine. 
I bet it's contact with the ground that resets it. Yeah, because be. technically you're still yeah technically you're still on the ground, and I'm betting the contact with it because if you jump off the mountain, it, it's not going to reset until you hit the ground. Yeah. So, um, well, I I got back to my ship and took off and went to the space station real quick, and then when I came back down to the planet because I still had a few things to do there, um, I saw someone had named their base a uh, really tall mountain base for jumping. So I landed and I jumped off of it and got it that way. Oh, nice. <laughs> Community's so helpful, aren't they? They are. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was a freaking tall mountain. Like all the others are tall. This is the daddy one. Mm-hmm. This is, it's a, and it was, it came to a point so small that you'd think it was going to impale you, but they had the base way up on top of it, had four landing pads, man. They, they had it all set up nice. and you just, I managed to get mine to, I was all prepared to like hold my breath and jump off of one of these really tall mountains. And I managed to get mine to um, my 30 seconds to trigger while I was going up. And I was a little disappointed. It's like, oh, well, (laughs) now I don't get to jump. I jumped anyway. And I almost died. But, you know, I don't know what it was. Am I the only one that saves a little bit of jetpack so they don't (laughs) collide with the ground? I did save a little bit of jetpack, and I thought the ground was there. It was not. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's like I hit the hill, and then I started rolling it. Like that's that's almost what happened. Yeah. Oh my god, you're a oh, you're like a jackass video. <laughs> Essentially, jackass in a space suit. That's me. You can clip oh, that, aren't you? I am going to clip that. Yeah, I'm going to put it at the beginning and the end. <laughs> Thanks, Baker. Can always count on you. So, you know, there's there's a few of them that are not incredibly intuitive. You know, one of them, you have to find 18 minerals and 20 plants um, and all of the animals on the on the planet. And I, I did find out that it doesn't have to be just that planet. So if you don't, if you did, I could, I got. 17 of 18 minerals. I couldn't find the last one, um, but I was on a different planet and scanned one, and that kicked it over. Um, what? No, you went to another planet, and it gave you the 18th one? Yeah. Shit, I wish I'd done that. I did find them all underwater. I went underwater with 14 out of 18, thinking, God, now i got to search these out, and they were all four right there in one spot. <laughs> oh, nice. With the animal one... I had seen that it showed 10 of 10, um, but still hadn't triggered. And, you know, I was busy doing other stuff, so I didn't really pay any attention to it. Um, And then I went to the other planet and, you know, got my minerals and uh, my plants. And then I looked again at the, at the animal one. I'm like, what in the world? And so I clicked on it. Um, and it tells you, you've got to upload it. So, um, you have to, you have to select that group and then hit, um, you know, the, the upload button and that, uh, finishes off that quest. I don't understand why that's why you, what you have to do when you scan the 10 animals or however many you should have, it should have completed it. Yeah. It should have just kicked it. Yeah, and then the other two. But uploading it, you get 
2,500 nanites. So that was nice. Yeah. So some of them are super easy, like, uh, you know, kill five hazardous plants. I think that was, um, you know, that, that happens almost immediately when you get in your first cave. Or just walking along because there's so many of those, you know, Venus fly traps everywhere. You would think, but I've only got like four out of the 20 you're supposed to get so far. (laughs) I don't know why, but it's like that hasn't been anything I've aimed at is the flora. I've been doing everything else on the list. That's such an easy one to do. Yep. Tunneling and I fell into a cave and there were um, a cluster of those robbing pustule hazardous plant things and i just i kept i kept shooting them or well mining them and there were more i think they were spawning behind each other and um and i got it all done in a corner pretty exciting (laughs) so as as soon as i saw the you know tunnel for a thousand u Mm. (laughs) (laughs) it was like oh yeah this is this was tailor made for Jen. Yep. <laughs> it was great. I was like, this is the easiest thing. And then, you know, and take shelter. Yeah. Let's take shelter in a cave or a tunnel. That was super easy too. Yep. <laughs> a lot of them, yeah, they just pop up because just because you're playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them you really gotta aim for though. Oh my god, the launch efficiency right off the bat of this thing, the ship that they gave me is amazing. Mm. I got like eight launches out of it every time, like before I have to refuel it. Launch juice, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 gonna be interesting to see if this is going to be a new um, you know, new ship components after this expedition is over. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, this is brand new stuff. And they just updated all this stuff. Just a few um, pa- expansions, I guess, and a few expansions ago. Yep. So that'll definitely be interesting to see. Although, you know, yeah. I got to say, I'm, I, I'm not really excited about the prospect of having to go through all this every time you want to launch, you know, the radiant pillar. I was, I was just thinking that today. I was I, like, God, do I have to do this every single time now? Is no. this Am I going to cry every time I start <laughs> a new character? I can't imagine this is going to be for anything except for this specific, because that's probably going to be something they add that you can upgrade later on. You can like learn the recipe for it or whatever. But I, I th- the way that they do it already for your starting is already great. Like, I can't imagine they're going to change that. No. Right. Yeah, because this would be super tedious. It would be a really mean thing to do to a brand new player. Well, and that's the thing is, like, like you said on the first expedition, is, like, these expeditions aren't meant for new players. Right. No, definitely so, not. You, you need to understand, you know, how all this stuff works ahead of time before you, before you jump in. Yeah. So I I really think that, you know, they'll probably add these things on like that new engine. I forgot it was called already, um, but they'll probably add that on as something that we can purchase in the uh, anomaly. Yeah, it'd be cool if it was like an upgrade. 
Yeah. Or if it was, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. The thing is, is that uh, to be able to repair, you know, to do the repairs, it has to be broken. Um, so you wouldn't be able to, you know, if you bought a an exotic, if it was like the new stuff that they put in exotics, um, you know, you wouldn't really notice the, except that it just looked different. I like the idea of it being exotic only or specific for exotic engine or exotic ships Yeah, like that. Yeah. Cause that'd be cool if, if you had different engines for, I mean, why wouldn't you? It's yeah. obvious. It's called exotic for a reason. Yeah. So right. why wouldn't it have an exotic engine? Yeah. Make them more exotic. Unlike you, I'm pretty happy with mine. Cause I got the little blue, uh, guppy <laughs> with no fins on it just the tail and i guess it's got some little tiny side fins but yeah it's it's pretty nice at least you I've, didn't haul her uh, yeah yeah a c-class hauler that you have to haul everywhere uh, mine looks like a cockatoo it's got a beak in the top what seriously mm-hmm. <laughs> i haven't seen all the ships i've only actually i think i've only seen the one i have i haven't seen anybody else's uh, that'd be a lot like my um, golden gecko ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the, the it's with got the top. top, the short top fin and the long nose. Well, I have a long top fin and a long nose. Oh, yeesh. yeah, I know. I look like a boomerang. I'm isolating all this noise too. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Can't wait to hear the remix of this one. I might have Andrew put it to music. <laughs> now, speaking of awful ships, man, there's like one fighter in all of the Twitch drop ships that I want anything to do with. The rest of them are going to be fodder for my new characters to sell off. Yeah, they're all A-class. Yeah, which means I'll get a few nanites and possibly a storage augmentation if I'm lucky. And some units out of them because I ain't flying none of that shit. <laughs> I like the needle nose fighters; those look nice. But even then, I'm not like I'm not a fighter person. the The golden vector is it for me. I don't really get into the fighters. So the the character that I spun up to do the uh, the the settlements with, um, I because I was strictly focused on getting to the settlement. Um, you know, as quickly as possible. Uh, that that character is flying the the hauler um, because I I I didn't have time to build a base to you know to have storage or anything like that. Um, so I needed to be able to stash stuff. So the hauler's been serving that purpose, uh, but it is a beast to fly. Yeah, and you wouldn't use it as like your end all be all ship either. It's a it's storage yeah. and then probably you'll get rid of it later on. Yeah. If, you know, depending on what I do with this character, um, you know, it, I spun it up just to be, just to see what it was, you know, like um, to start out with a settlement. It's all shuttles. And I don't know why, but I kind of want them to put just like one exotic that you can't, I mean, there's other, all exo- they're all unique, obviously, but if they would, just like they did with the Golden Vector, make a specific exotic that you get at the end. I like that they're getting giving us a companion 
uh, horrific, whatever the hell those things are called. Uh, I just shoot them. I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> Uh, I like that we get that as a pet. That's, that's cool. That's, but it's like I wanted, I want like a really cool exotic ship as a reward at the end of one of these. Yeah. A, a pearlescent and silver squid. Say a squid? Yep. No, I don't want that. I didn't like them all that much before. And then when you guys pointed out that they're backwards, I really don't like them now. Uh, oh, a black guppy. See, that's the thing is there aren't black ships. Yep. And I would love to have a black ship, yep. especially on my parasite character. Cause like everything I've got is black except for my damn ships. Right. Black guppy with gold detailing. Hmm. Yeah, gold or silver, either one would look sharp. Yeah, either one. God, yeah, that's. I want this or red, red, red accents. Yeah. You mean? Yeah, the the scroll work on it. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, that would let's be see. Beautiful. Purple, but yeah, jet black, jet black, like real black. Yeah, one that's that, the that's one that the, can't change color in a different system. <laughs> that's the thing is, like any color would pop. Uh, against the nice black body of it. Yeah. So, you know, surprise me. Make it, you know, make it so everybody gets a different accent color if you want. But yeah, black ship. I'm all over that. Oh, yeah. It'd be huge. Season four. Series four. <laughs> Expedition four. Bring it on. Black ship now. I want it. Because I don't want them to paint the ships or give us the option of changing the color of ships. I did want that before, but I'm definitely turned off to that idea because it does take a lot of the exploration for me out of it because I like seeing what unique ships are in each system. Yep. But there are no black ships, so give us one. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And it's not like they can't make black because freighters are black. Both of my freighters are black. So I don't understand. I don't understand. Why aren't any of the ships black? Mm -hmm. It had to be for a reason, right? I get, the only thing I could think of is that it wouldn't show their detail. I don't think you've ever seen why. Oh. I mean, they've got a lot of detail, you know, oh. with the rivets and, you know, the piping and stuff like that. So. I ain't buying it. <laughs> I ain't buying it. I'm just not buying it because, you know, I've seen some pretty nice Trans Ams that were all black and they, they still look nice all black. Mm-hmm. So. So they've definitely gone super duper light on the rendezvous locations. Um, so we've only got, we have two rendezvous to go to. And uh, so that was, uh, that was pretty easy. The, you know, one of them is in the same system and the other one is in nearby. Once I get off the ground, I'll be excited about that. Yeah. for now i'll just envious Uh, and so you know one of the one of the um milestones is to ride around in a exocraft for 5000 u and (laughs) i decided right away that that was not going to happen on the starter planet for me 
So I waited. One of the one of the planets in the system is a desert planet, and so it's relatively smooth, and it's got some, you know, some nice little hills that you can do jumps off of. Um, so I built the the uh, motorcycle. And uh, went racing around the desert in that. Did you not get a a, a something like a an exocraft right um, at, at the gate? Uh, right at the gate, I had Minotaur, and I think the I think the um. I think the car and the motorcycle are ones that you get from one of the rewards. You definitely, yeah, you get a nomad um, that you can place down on the ground, whatever it is, the the bay. Yeah. Yeah, you can get one of those as a reward that you throw down on the ground. I don't think you can pick it back up, though, after you put it down. Um, but you, you do get that as a reward. I, I don't think you get the other ones, though, do you? I don't think so, but I was able to summon a nomad and I've been flying it up mountains and taking huge leaps off of it just for fun as I make my two hour trek to the manufacturing facility, of course. <laughs> but, um, but I've been doing like, you know, hops on this thing and having a lot of fun with my nomad. Yeah. Those um, are nice because you can ride across the water. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been it's been great and i found an observation facility underwater um hmm. but it also happened to be under rock oh um so i gave up on that after trying to excavate it yeah. but um but yeah i was able to to whoosh through the water on my nomad um that was a lot of fun but i was able to get at all of the um except for the minotaur I think I did get that the um the achievement for riding around and building a minotaur or something like that by riding around on my nomad and then I got minotaur um that's what they're called right yeah yeah the mech suit yeah um yeah um I got a couple upgrades for the minotaur through my my nomad riding yep which by the way is an awesome star trek reference from original series, Kirk argues with Nomad, who's like a, you know, a, a killing everything that is imperfect machine. And he convinces, no, spoiler alert, he convinces <laughs> Nomad that um, that Nomad is imperfect. And then he self-destructs because Kirk is awesome. So anyway, I think about Nomad and I keep thinking, Nomad is imperfect. Um, and... Every time I get in. <laughs> well, don't convince it until you get out. So <laughs> I don't want it to self-destruct on me. It's true. It's a good <laughs> thing my Corvax uh, doesn't have a mouth. So I went to, uh, you know, I went to, to I didn't um, put my Minotaur Bay at my base. I had already left and was, had gone back to my ship that's another thing that's that is annoying about having to build your base so far away is, um, you know, the constant back and forth between your ship and the and your uh, base. But uh, I I you know threw down my my minotaur near the ship, 
and went to hop in it and it said it was somebody else's minotaur um, because I had built it within their base radius. And so I couldn't get into it. But fortunately, That's I, bullshit. <laughs> fortunately, I was able to pick up the, uh, um, the, the, the base and move it, uh, you know, further away. And uh, then I was able to get in it. It was really kind of weird. I'd, I've never experienced that before, but it was, it de- it definitely said it was, I don't know, you know, somebody's names, you know, Minotaur, even though I had just dropped it and, uh, and summoned it there. I don't know why, but I suspect that these expeditions are like them ironing out the kinks of some big thing they're going to release sometime yeah, a, <laughs> right perfecting their multiplayer yeah before they drop like oh here's massive we're all going to be in the same system at the same time i was listening to and watching survival bob today and he speculated that they're testing systems with these expeditions like how many people can we get in one planet you know, if we start this many people off at the same time, yeah. but it's yeah. like a system testing. It made sense to me. Yeah. Well, and I could say it is yeah. a thousand times more stable than it, this time than it was uh, the first time. Mm. I've, I've had a couple of little, you know, little stutters, but for the most part, it's been smooth as silk. Do you think every bug is procedural? <laughs> that first season or that first expedition was shit like you i could i had to turn off multiplayer entirely yeah just to not have a slideshow going on and this one uh, console players jerry was you know talking about it he's like he couldn't do anything without it crashing mm. so jen you're probably lucky that you missed out on that first bit of it because jerry was saying he couldn't play it at all I mean, oh, wow. he, he could, he just kept playing it over and over, I guess, because <laughs> it kept crashing. So he kept doing the same things over and over, which, you know, that sucks. Yeah. But I guess as of today, it's, it's fine. They they got it all patched up and everything's working fine now. I, I did notice this morning, it was kind of, um, <laughs> it was as laggy as fallout gets sometimes. Mm. Um, you know, after somebody drops a couple nukes. <laughs> It got it got pretty laggy for me, and I was like, it was a little bit of a slideshow for some things, and um, my character kind of kept glitching around really oddly, like stuck in doorways and popping back and forth, and all kinds of weird animations going on. But it was like midday today, so like midday on a Saturday. Yeah, that's about as busy as it gets. Yeah, it was I I expected I suspected that that was it, so I turned off multiplayer. And it was a little smoother, but still I had to I'm still hunting for a um a mineral deposit that I can or somewhere to put my mineral deposit down. My mineral extractor. That's what I that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, you dropping your mineral deposit is a whole different thing. <laughs> It's been a long day. <laughs> I'm excited about having 15 character slots. I, you guys have no idea how, like, everything else can go to hell. I got 15 character slots now. 
I can do whatever I want. I immediately started another survival character just cause. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, I think at the end of this expedition, I'm just going to go ahead and keep this expedition character because it's going to have all kinds of cool stuff on it. So just going to, just cause I can, and I still got a whole bunch of slots left over. Yeah. It is nice to be able to, um, to hang on to them and, and not dump them just so that you can start again. And they had to rebuild the entire save system to make this happen, but it still loads in our previous saves. I was, I was pretty happy about that because I was when I first read that they were they had to rebuild it and that they were backing up our saves. I was like, oh god, <laughs> what does this does what does this mean? How do I don't understand what this even means? But everything seems to be working fine. Both my character, my normal and my permadeath character, logged in just fine, and everything was the same. Yeah. So I don't know. A little bit of panicky news that I'm glad I missed. <laughs> yeah, so let's see if you can have 15 saves. Um, what would that be? 90 pets? I could have all the pets. That's very exciting. I'm going to need so multiple you could, systems. You could have saves people. just. Just by animal class. See, you guys are getting excited about the wrong thing here. <laughs> you, you leave open one slot on each character for flipping nanites, and you still got you got seventy five ships, right? Oh yeah, that too. Like I'm the ship guy, though. Ponies. All the robo ponies. All the weird little two-legged bug sphere things that I've been riding around this morning. They're a cool color on that planet. Like fuchsia and yellow. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of neat stuff. The animals are fuchsia and yellow? Mm-hmm. I must have missed those. My, or I just my, wasn't paying uh, attention. Spherical bug dude. Yeah. Amy Amy is his name. Oh, you know what mine's name is? Watery. Oh. <laughs> Does he make a little squelching noise when he walks in the ground? No, he makes the ground thunder cuz he's kind of big and then as he hauls ass away and I can't get his attention, it says scouting ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want that. I want you to get your ass over here so I can ride you, you weirdo. Did you get Man. one of the one of the round beetly things, or is it like the weird two legged? No, God, no! I couldn't yeah. do that thing. That thing freaked me out. Yeah. I got it's way too Ray's slow bug. too. Yes, he is. But Ray's bug. Uh, Did you get the one I, with the crystals or without? With crystals. Nice. Yeah, I have with crystals. And the sprint on it is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And it goes for a long time. And I was I was having fun just riding that bug. Although I can't get him to go in a straight line. I cannot get him to go in any direction that I really want him to go. Uh I got mine mine's pretty controllable, but uh yeah, and it, you know, looking at it in, in third person, I mean you were getting thrown around like crazy. <laughs> Cause he is just, you know, up and down and up and down. 
But yeah, he's got a hell of a sprint and the recharge on it's super fast. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know what it is? You remember those beetles on Mars from Futurama, how they would ride them like bulls on a rodeo? Yeah. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> uh, but they do remind me of the Dwimmer. Dwimmer. Yep. Yeah. That's what, yeah. The machines that you find. And I got to say, I, I played more Oblivion than I did Skyrim. So I can't remember any of it really. Um, but it's just, that's what they remind me of every time I see one of those, especially the ones that are all mechanical. I'm like, man, this is like straight out of Elder Scrolls. Yeah. He yeah. De- definitely looks like he's made out of Dwemer metal. And I think that's why I always grab one when I see them is because I really like those over any other mechanical animal. I look for the mechanical like beetle things. <laughs> uh, and and where you ride on those is is kind of a crapshoot because I've had some that look like that, that you ride, you end up riding inside the shell. So just the top of your head sticks out. I didn't have that issue. I rode like yeah. right on the yeah, on this like one, his upper back. Yeah, and this one you're riding on a, on the back of his neck. Yeah, it's a good spot. Though if I could stand up, like if I had reins and could just stand on his back, and like Teen Wolf, right? So he's riding on the van. That's what I want is to be able to ride it while I'm standing up, like a chariot, you know. Except I'm on the thing that's supposed to pull the chariot. The creature is the chariot. That'd be a pretty wild ride. It kind of seems like it'd be easier for them to just make a standing animation with like two, two reins or something to come back in your hands <laughs> rather than all the weird shit. Cause I've seen like, well, when Jen was riding that one animal around my base there, her legs were straight out to either side. <laughs> and I thought she was going to take flight. It was, uh, it's a strange way to have to sit on some of these animals and some of them you don't have to, you would think. They just haven't figured out that animation yet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the the Diplos are always the ones that crack me up because that one, you know, the 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 natural expectation is that you would ride on its back. Um, but, you know, nine times out of ten, you're on top of its face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember the whole butt cheek in the eye thing. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Yeah, I like when it tilts its head forward and you go with it. <laughs> oh my god, now I know what I got to do in VR. <laughs> yes. Uh, Can you stream that? Is it possible? Wait, wait, wait. What to stream? VR. Okay, so well, the way I do it is I have a five gigahertz router, mm-hmm. and I stream directly to my uh, VR headset, which is technically one of them that you're supposed to go for like mobile gaming. Um, But if you use software called ALVR and you install the app on the quest with ALVR, then you can stream any VR game on your computer directly to it. And so I loaded that up and like I was walking around looking at the golden vector from the outside, watching like the motor motor, the engine turn. It's, it's amazing. Wow. Like, yeah. And animals walk by me and it's, 
it's great. Even the load screen, the very beginning when you select your mode and you're waiting for it to load and all the stars, like you're watching the stars fly by your face. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And everything is all three dimensional. Like I kind of wish you could slow it down and look at the stars as they fly by. That's exciting. But I flew the vector. I actually got to sit in it, fly it around. And I was just like roaming all across the surface of the planet and looking at stuff out of the side. And, you know, you turn your head like you would if you were flying an actual plane, you know, it's, you don't, con you control, I was able to control it with a, uh, with my game pad, mm -hmm. but the looking you did, I actually did with my head and I got out into space and I was pulsing and it's like everything, you know, the, the thing of it is like depth. It's n none of it, you know, this game doesn't look real, but the depth of it makes everything feel huge. So when I was pulsing to the space station, I was like, looking around at everything. And then I look up and there's like a planet passing by and it feels like a big ass planet passing overhead as I was, you know, yeah. But just like looking at the inside of the golden vector, it was, it was insane. Like I, I didn't, I'd only messed, like I, I got inside of a VR headset to see uh, on somebody else's PlayStation when I first um, found out that they had actually gone VR in the game but that was just like for like 10 minutes and uh, it wasn't mine. So I didn't mess around with it too much, but like, I, oh my God, it's, I makes me want to like get the whole kit and caboodle ready player one style with a treadmill and just go running across the planet that way. I might lose some damn weight. That would be awesome. Not the weight loss part, the running around part. <laughs> it's, it's insane though. It's like standing next to hazardous flora while it's getting ready to, you know, the one that shoots the nasty green shit in the air. Like I'm standing next to it and it's, it's taller than I was. And I was just like looking up at it as it just like right in the air. And yeah. And I stood next, like I went looking for things I could stand next to, to get an idea of how tall they are compared to our characters. Like when they're looking at them, I know we can look at it and see, you know, standing next to each other, but it's like standing there and looking at a knowledge stone up close is pretty crazy. Like they're, they're pretty hefty stones. Wow. And I had legit fear jumping off of a mountain. <laughs> that. Because it feels like you're way up in the air. And, but I took off running and I jumped and I could feel my heart pounding the whole way down. And I, I, I kind of freaked out a little bit. Because like I said, it doesn't, you know, we don't, we all know what this game looks like, but it really does add the, this is a long way away. This is big as shit kind of feel to everything. And, you know, I spawned in surrounded by plants and couldn't see anything because I was looking through my character's, you know, visor or whatever. And, you know, the fact that we're wearing, some of us are wearing helmets in the game, wearing a headset makes it feel like you're actually kind of wearing a space suit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of nuts. The, the kind of feeling of, wow, I'm actually inside this game. This is a helmet I'm wearing, that kind of thing. It's easy to kind of lose yourself in it. Mm. That's amazing. All right. Well, we've got plenty more exploring to do and, you know, keep building up our settlements into thriving metropolises, making us boatloads of money. You know, loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just little tiny boats, but, um, but or, or, no, no, it's uh, priorities making our settlers happy. That's right. I'm going to what, 
whatever gets me the S class. As honestly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it to be a good settlement because I don't know how it works yet. Yeah, I'll just I'll probably just build it up really big and then abandon it. So, God, Ray. You know, get it to where, you know, they can, you know, they can survive on their own. They don't need me as overseer. Teaching the settlement to, to fish. Yes. Instead of, you know, giving them all my fish. Yeah. You, you know what? By the time you max it out, they're going to have all the kinds of space ports. They're going to have all this stuff, a bazaar. Yeah. They ought to be fine on their own. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one thing I noticed is as you go along, as you build your settlement up and add buildings to it, um, the buildings that were already there get bigger. So, uh, you know, a, a dwelling that was once, you know, one floor when I got there um, now has three floors. Oh, wow. Um, wow. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was really subtle and I completely missed it um, until... Uh, you know, I built my last building and, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this three-story building wasn't here before and I didn't build it. And so sure enough, it was a, it was a, uh, you know, I, I had taken some pictures and it was just a one, a one-story dwelling. So it's, uh, it, it, it's very interesting how this thing's working out and, uh, yeah, you know, I'll continue to grow my settlement into a metropolis and see how it goes. And then abandon it. Then I'll turn over the keys. You know, nobody is mayor forever. Oh, are you leaving because another settlement needs your help? <laughs> okay. Yeah, my settlement is named Sanctuary Hills. I <laughs> know. That shit cracked me up so hard. <laughs> I wish to God we could name some of the people in the, because if I could name an NPC Preston Garvey. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be perfect. All right. Well, everybody enjoy your, uh, your cartographer's expedition and, you know, keep working on those settlements and we will see you next week. In scream. No one went to space. <laughs> you in space, everyone. Space! Sorry. Space. <laughs> yeah, we spaced. <laughs> I waited two weeks to finish that dumb joke. <laughs> I forgot we were having the break in the middle. I'm like, God, now I got to try not to reverse it incorrectly the proper way. <laughs> Jackass in a space suit. That's me. <laughs>